Oh, A-plus bump music as we welcome in our next guest. Welcome back, John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Nothing but the best for our next guest, Brian Estridge, longtime voice of the TCU Horn Frogs, joins us now. Uh, Brian, I'm guessing you're a man that uh, can appreciate a little Bill Withers on a Friday afternoon. I'm sitting here smiling, thinking about J-Mo back in the disco days. <laughs> That's not man. disco. Yeah, well, I mean, but it's kind of I can just imagine that back in the day. No, that's some, that's some good stuff. You always got great bumping music. Oh, Bill Weathers, man. I like Bill Weathers. Uh, speaking of disco, my hair was down below my ears, you know, in high school, <laughs> if you can picture that. And I'm almost there again. I've got uh, what I'm referring to as COVID hair because I missed a haircut because of COVID. So you, you'll see it tomorrow. I'll be that shaggy guy down there. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to having you. <laughs> we got a showdown coming up in Fort Worth. You got a what? I said, we've got a showdown coming up in Fort Worth. A showdown is right. Now we're going to play. We're going to have this game tomorrow. Uh, I, boy, I sure am hoping so. It looks like <laughs> TCU's finally out of the woods. I know you guys have done a good job of, of staying healthy. I, I, I You know, I, I'm anxious to see. I mean, it's 18 days yeah. since TCU's been on the basketball floor. And really, you think about it, John, it's only been about four or five when they've all been back together practicing. Wow. So they're either going to be super fresh or super rusty. <laughs> Uh, you know, so uh, I, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. Tickets are tight. Uh, I, I think we're going to have fun tomorrow. What do you expect? I mean, wh- what do you expect after an 18-day layoff? Well, I know this team was playing really, really well, uh, obviously, before the break. And uh, and and I, I felt like they thought that they were on the verge of something pretty special. I got to believe that, you know, no one was really, really sick, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I, I, I got to believe that these guys are going to come in here fresh, they're going to come in here hungry. They're going to be ready to play, um, you know, but but there'll be a little bit of rust early that they'll have to shake off because I think the adrenaline's going to be sky high for one thing, uh, you know, and I think just being away from it's going to be a little bit of an issue. I'm anxious to see, I'll be honest with you, because even though they weren't feeling bad, you, you, you wonder about, the, you know, how long can they go? You know, do, how's their wind? You know, did it did it did it affect any of that? What kind of shape are they in at this point, having to be away like they were? So uh, I think there's a lot of question marks going into it. Um, and, and I tell you, the other thing that's the biggest question mark is, is you know, sitting at ten and one, you got some quality wins. You know, you've beaten a Pac-12 team, you beat an SEC team, you, you you got a Big East win over Georgetown. But how good were those teams? Um, I, I think we know Baylor's really really good, and I think. It's going to be a nice test for TCU to figure out where they are. You remember last year we had that 21-day layoff. It was in February, so it was a different part of the year. But it took, you know, it took a little while for Baylor to come back from that and get going. Almost lost to Iowa State the first game back and did lose to Kansas the second game back. So I, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, maybe what TCU will be facing here early on. That's kind of what happened to Baylor coming back from a long layoff last year. And if you remember, that's when we lost our second game with you, right? I mean, or meaning we didn't have, we didn't play. That's didn't right. Play. That's right. Yeah. So that was part of that. That was part of that three-week window there. So yeah, I, I think there'll be. Uh, there's got to be a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, rust coming back. But uh, I, I think this is also one of those games that the emotion of it uh, sort of starts to take over at some point, and, and you and you hope that's enough momentum to kind of carry you through. Uh, you, as you mentioned, you guys are ten and one. This will be your Big Twelve conference opener tomorrow. And man, Mike Miles looks like he's just playing great this year. 
Yeah, I had a chance, obviously, to play on the national team in the offseason with USA Basketball, and I, I think that was a real growing experience for him. He's one of those guys, you, you and I talk all the time about players that, uh, you know, you, you that, that represent both of these schools and do it the right way. And, you know, we uh, I, I jokingly say, hey, he's the kind of kid you let babysit. Uh, but it, but he is. He, he's that kind of kid. He's a, he's a, He's all in. He loves coming to TCU. He loves being in Fort Worth. He loves the fact that he's close to home. But he also loves playing college basketball. Uh, and, he, and he's gotten really, really good at it, obviously. Uh, and he's he's already, uh, even as a sophomore, developed as the, the leader of this team. Add to the mix, Emmanuel Miller, the transfer from Texas A&M, uh, who is another kind of vocal, um, uh, every day's a good day sort of guy. Uh, and, and I think having those two on the roster together really changed things. I, I think you're going to be surprised, John, at how different this team is mm. from last year. I mean, I, you know, we can sit here and say that with nine new guys, but but just the different attitude, the different atmosphere, the different culture, you know. Um, and and, and Jamie Dixon will tell you that hey, they they had made some mistakes leading into last year's roster, and and really just kind of had to refocus and say, okay, not not only are we going to get good basketball players, but we're going to get good guys. Uh, we're going to get guys that fit in at TCU, fit in at Fort Worth, that want to be here. Uh, and I tell you, they've developed a nice little uh, uh, nice little family right now. Let's see if it continues. Because I, I questioned going in, hey, you got a lot of guys with minutes. Uh, and, you know, where, where are these minutes going to come from? And uh, and they've done a nice job of handling that. Right. There has any issues as far as people upset or anything like that. The guy I thought that was going to be left out of the mix, I'll be honest with you, was Chuck O'Bannon. Wow. I'm like, I don't know where Chuck O'Bannon is going to get minutes. And all of a sudden you look up and he might be the best player on the team <laughs> uh, at times, you know. And so uh, I, I think it's really made everybody a lot better. Brian, two teams uh, tomorrow, Baylor and TCU, that really hit the glass, especially yeah. the offensive glass, right? Two of the top five in the nation in offensive rebounds. Yeah, and, and and you would have never said that about TCU in years past. Mm. You know, that just not been the mantra of of a Jamie Dixon team here at TCU. Now it was the mantra at Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, his days at Pitt when they were defense oriented, they were going to hit the glass, but they could also score. The, you know, that's something you and I've talked about before that people lose sight of the fact that when Jamie was at Pitt, his teams were the number one offensive teams in the league. Wow! Uh, he, he, everybody said you know knew the defense and knew the rebounding, so you can do it all. And that's been kind of his focus. But, yeah, they out-rebounded their last opponent by 31. Uh, that's that's a pretty big number. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they've been hitting the offensive glass. And I think some of it is they got better athletes. I think also it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a will and a want to. Uh, you know, if you, if you go into a, a every shot like Charles Barkley did where he assumed every rebound was his, uh, then you're going to get some rebounds. And I think it. there's a couple yeah. of guys on the team that assume every rebound is supposed to be theirs. Yeah, yeah, that, it's a mental approach. It really is. Yeah. Baylor has that. It sounds like TCU has that as well. Hey, uh, I mentioned earlier, uh, you you called more bowl games this year than Joe Tessitore. You've been busy. Uh, how did that go for you? Well, Joe got paid. That was the difference between <laughs> me and uh, the, uh, you know, it, yeah, it ended up working out pretty good. I mean, I think this is a, you know, I, I, I'm one of those, and you, you know this, I'm a proponent of these bowl games. I think they're yeah. important. I think they're important to college football. I think they're important to uh, to teams. I, I, I worry a little bit as to where we are on the landscape of things with the opt-outs and Obviously, COVID this year played a role in it, but uh, I, I, I just hope that we don't allow a handful of people to ruin this thing yeah. uh, because there is a place 
uh, in the college football world for the bowl game. And I, and I think the fans have to be the one to kind of stand up and say, whoa, 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 wait a minute, we like these. You know, and if you just look at the television numbers, John, the fans like it. <laughs> you know, sure, the numbers have been have have been really really good, and so you know, attendance for the most part's been good, and so uh, yeah, are there going to be some stinkers? There are, but you know, there were stinkers back in the seventies too. Come on now, I went to a Hall of Fame game one time <laughs> down in Birmingham that wasn't very good. You know, so uh, they're they're going to be out there, and so. I, you know, I hope I hope there's still a place for these bowl games, and I hope we don't screw that up. That's right, and and no truth to the rumor that uh, Jamie Dixon did you a solid by uh, you know pan- postponing two games and canceling another in that stretch when you were doing all these bowl games. Which I, you know, I should have sent him a thank you note because that was going to be like I think it was six games in eight days. Oh my gosh, basketball, but uh, got a little bit of a break there. But no, I, you know, I, I think he was chomping at the bit to play. I'll be honest with you, I think he was disappointed because his team was on a roll. And I think he wants to see where this momentum takes them right now and see if it, they can carry it over from that now 18-day break, as we talked about. Any uh, word on makeup for those two, or have we not, not got not to that point yet? yet? Um, yeah. You know, there, there's a couple of dates that you can look at that you can make sense with, uh, that you go, okay, you can play this one here and this one there, but nothing officially from the Big 12 at this point. So, you know, I, I guess some of that is going to be, let's wait and see what this little wave that we're in right now does. Right. Because you could, you know, you might be able to quickly scramble to make up a game that you missed already if the other two teams, if the other two opponents, uh, you know, have some issues. I know Kansas State's battling some stuff right now. Uh, I haven't heard anything on their status for tomorrow. Have you? Mm, I have not heard anything, no. No. They were awfully close. That game at West Virginia got a bunch of weather. But the last, yesterday, I I heard they were down to one coach. Oh, my Uh, gosh. Really? At West Virginia? You know, at Kansas State. K State? State. Okay. Yeah. Man. and, and that was an, an assistant in Jermaine Henderson. So Golly. I think, that, uh, you know, uh, I, and, and I think he was getting tested yesterday. So <laughs> there comes a point where you say, you know, all right, we're going to have to reschedule it. So yeah. I think that's what we're going to have to wait and see now over the next couple of three weeks to see how those things pan out. You know what I heard, uh, and obviously erroneously now, but I heard the, your Kansas game, which was supposed to be last Saturday, had been slotted for Monday the 10th, which meant you would have played Baylor and Kansas back-to-back. But obviously, oh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, the, the, uh, thank goodness. Yeah, that was, uh, that, <laughs> that's a that wow. That's a one-two that punch there. What yeah. about uh, so, Brian, Brian? What about uh, Sonny Dykes? How 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 is he at the ground running? How are things going there, football wise? Well, you know, he really has, and it's as if he's been here forever. Uh, you know, obviously, his uh, he he had been here before, and, and then it's been a couple of years at, at SMU. But I think the tenure here really really helped him with the lay of the land. He's got his guys in place. Uh, they've hit the ground as far as uh, recruiting is concerned, you know, did what they could to salvage the class for this year from the high school perspective. And then, you know, really, really engaged in the, in the portal and then the transfers that are out there, you know, they've done a really nice job with that at SMU. Uh, and uh, they've, they've got a plan when it comes to place, uh, it comes to that in place already. And so, uh, you know, I think you're going to start to see some of those, those names trickle out here as this semester uh, starts to open up. You may even see a few of those in class, uh, in this semester, and so I, I think from that perspective, that's been re- that's been really good. You ha- you've had a couple of guys who have left, and then you've had a couple of guys who have recommitted to to TCU. And uh, you know, we're in a crazy place right now, John. I mean, I just I worry about our sport. I worry about uh, the future of it. I I, I hope we're not making short term decisions, mm, yeah, that look beneficial that really have long term effects on the on the uh, on the sport. 
Well, well that's legit. You're going to have faith in those guys that, that hey, okay, you, you know what you're doing here. So, yeah. Because right now it doesn't feel like it, I'll be honest with you. I got you. Well, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Let's play a game, and uh, we'll be there tomorrow afternoon, and I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Hey, make sure Pat drives you nice and safe. <laughs> I know, you like, I know you like to sit in the back seat. And that's, and I don't, uh, that's Bob. Bob's our yeah. driver. Okay, Bob, okay, good. Appreciate it. Construction just outside of Waco, just, make you, just making you aware. Yeah, just a little. Thank you. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Brian Estridge, the great voice of the TCU Horn Frogs. Uh, Baylor and TCU comes up tomorrow. We'll be on the air at 3.30, tip off at 4, right here on ESPN Central Texas.